Hey, you guys feeling all legit and shit? What are you talking about? Yo, dog, turn my snare up. All right. Yo, turn my bass up. Can't hear that shit. Uh. <laughs> yeah. We back in it. All right. All right. Average AF. Yeah. Average AF podcast. Oh yeah! Welcome back, bitches. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to episode sixty-seven of the Average AF Podcast. I am here as always with Mr. Ryan Baker. What's up? Uh, I always forget to say my name, so I'm Adam McElroy. What's up? And we do have a very special guest tonight, Miss Kara McLennison. What's up? Ah, <laughs> uh, look at those claps! How does that make you feel? Pretty special. Pretty special. You are very special, um, but it's it's awesome to have you on. Um, yes, welcome. We uh, I don't even know like we've seen each other in passing the, a couple times over the last couple years, but we haven't really hung out in like literally like eight or nine years or something. Yeah, I feel like it's been a really long time. It's been a very long it's almost time, almost like a lifetime. I mean, in for, these days, yeah, yeah, yeah for certain animals. <laughs> hey, what episode are we on? Sixty-seven. Oh, yeah? You know why six is afraid of seven? Oh, my God. I can't stand <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, because seven ain't nine. Oh, my God. That's what you were saying. You were yeah, dad. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hey, I don't, I don't like it either. Okay, thank okay. you. Yeah. Thank I you. I loved it. Forget you guys. I know I know. Baker loved it and Justin loved were you it. Spot on, Justin, were you it. spot on? Is that what you thought? Is that yes. what you thought? Yeah. It, it was It was supposed to be a dad yes. joke. Oh, yeah. And you're a dad, but you don't appreciate yeah. that type no, of joke. Well, I mean, so... The, the I thing, appreciate the hell out of it. The them. thing with that is, like, I've just grown up for the last 20 years obsessed with stand-up comedy. Okay. So, like, low-ball, like, easy <laughs> shit like that, I'm just like, come on, bro, do better. Okay, See, so what I, what I thought he was going to do was 8675309. Well, yeah, that could work, too. Yeah, but that wouldn't have, no, I needed to start with 67. Right, okay. What Maybe were you going to say? Better. Oh, honestly, it was nothing to do with anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I said I was going way off topic. So, yeah. um, I was going to introduce Kara with a lot of adjectives, um, and I forgot, but um, she is one definitely... Job. Hold on, time out. Chill. She's one of the weirdest guests we've ever had, <laughs> one of the most sassy guests we've ever had, one of the most shit-talking guests we've ever had, and honestly... Honestly, probably the smartest guest we've ever had. Okay, okay. Which... Is a great combination. It's like a quadruple threat right there. Yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. She's you're so totally like, wrong. No, I no, no, no. I'm so confused over there. She's like, yeah, what? Like, do, do you have you have your master's, yes, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. So she's got a master's degree. Like, Damn. In what? Social work. Okay. Yeah. So Does it matter? We're, yeah, yeah, it right. does. Yeah. It, yeah, does just, it? it does. Do yeah, I really. have a degree? No. Right. <coughs> no. Shit. Yeah. Honestly, though, no. That's a lot. Well, um, we, did, uh, we did meet in college. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, those were those were great times. Um, we'll just say that. And basically, I couldn't keep up because I'm too dumb. That's basically no. what what ended up happening. We had a lot of the same classes together and hung out a lot. And uh, she's uh, she's also a rapper. I don't know if you still do that. <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm just no. now learning this oh, one. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Bonus episode. Oh, yeah. I'm down. Okay. That's so dope. You're you going to spit some bars? <laughs> you got like a whole 16, maybe eight lined up? Well, I used to like really practice beatboxing. I don't know if like you knew that too. Yeah. Like, That's even awful. better. No, I'm awful. But what? with it's this. It's just fun. With this, yeah. add a little echo to it. Yeah. I'll be good. Oh, we got we got all the equipment. So if we have just like one of you who can freestyle, which I'm working on in the shower. <laughs> okay. I like it. Okay. Best I think time. we all are. Best but, time yeah. to do it. I sound awful though, so... So, yeah, bonus episode. Um, she's going to join us for this week's bonus episode, <laughs> yes. too, which I'm actually really excited about. Because we've done total, we've done like 40 to 50 bonus episodes, give or take. I don't think and one. She, yeah, and never had a guest on during <laughs> one. So, she's going to get the uh, the honors to do that. Um, Word. Whoa. Yeah. But you wanted to start the episode with some bullshit, probably. So, what did you want to oh, talk about? Oh, dude, so... Um, <laughs> So there was a headline from 102 years ago. Okay. So back in 1918 from Mansfield, 
It was so the article. He has trouble reading. Shut up. <laughs> so first off, it says on this very day back in 1918, an order went out that Mansfield businesses were required to close promptly at 7 p.m. each evening. And the article that went out in the Mansfield Shield said epidemic conditions not improving and more mm. stringent measures to be taken. So the spl- the Spanish flu pandemic shit was hitting was back in 1918. Yeah, but get this out, this shit. So it had been raging worldwide since February yeah. of 1918. Wow. And would last until April of 1920. So almost two, two years, years yeah. so a little over two years, and impacted a third of the world's population in four identifiable waves. Jeez. And then on top of that, oh God. <clears throat> so the measures that were announced for Mansfield because of that were um, all businesses close at seven. Um, there would be a fine not to exceed $100 and up to 90 days in jail or both. No public meetings. They were all prohibited. Factories and stores were not allowed to have anyone inside who had been stricken with the flu. Uh, floors in all businesses were washed at least once per day with a solution of chloride of lime. And physicians were to report all cases of influenza within 24 hours. And strict quarantine would be observed for all impacted houses with cards attached to each. Jeez. So 102 so, years ago, this same shit was pretty much going on. Damn. So you're saying this is about to be two years long? If it goes by this, I mean, it kind of seems like it. Man, why you got to... <laughs> I want to hope not, but... Uh, I know. I was hoping for something positive, too. Yeah, I don't you know. You know, just start the episode on a I fucking... D- trust me. I hate it, note. too, that it's not positive. But at the same time, I'm like, holy shit. Like, Yeah. Shit's wild. Because ours happened in February. Yeah, I don't... Is when it was reported. Uh, I think ours is going to change here in the next couple weeks for <coughs> certain reasons that I don't want to talk about. Yeah, but no, I feel you. <sighs> I feel you. I might do... I really want to do, like, uh, no social media in November. Well, Just, it started today. Well, right. So, well, okay. like, I'm not going to because, like, I got to do shit for the show and all that. Okay. But... I want to. I'm. I can't basically, but because be dope. because I'm, you know, I don't want to see these posts <laughs> here in the next week. I just I don't. Just no political social. Well, <laughs> everything's about to get political. Uh, that's the. Oh, yeah, that's dude. the hard part. As soon as you scroll through on anybody's like on yeah. your own feed, it's going to be. And actually, political, political. this is coming out on Tuesday on the Patreon public on Wednesday. So mm-hmm. by the time people are hearing this, there's going to be <coughs> some. Interesting things. Um, word, word. But, but on a lighter note, <laughs> yeah, I did go to the blood prison. Yes, without you did. You. Yes, thankfully, you're a little punk. You're right. Your 11 year old <coughs> daughter has uh, more balls than me. I'll admit it, dude. She's a beast. Can, can you go way. to haunted houses? Yeah, I actually went to one a couple weekends ago. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. like them? Oh uh, well, no. <laughs> so are you more of the like? scared shitless type of person or are you more of the jumpy type no like, i'm more of the like i will ruin your experience because i'm like <laughs> looking everywhere like okay there's a person right there there's a person right there like, <laughs> so you're I just hate. pointing everything out so you yeah. go on on the on defense yeah the whole defensive yeah mode, right? i hate okay. getting startled and yeah. so like i'm just looking everywhere All over the yeah so yeah <laughs> it's just you. best if i stay home <laughs> <laughs> for real but that works. so you don't you don't enjoy going mm, no. what made you go i wanted to laugh Okay. Like, I just wanted to, I don't know, because I've always hated so, it as a kid, and I'm like, I'm older now. Like, like laugh I know at yourself? Yeah, or, just like. Or other people getting scared, or people trying to scare you. What were you laughing at? What were you going <laughs> for? Curious. Just a fun, like, time. You know when you're, like, <clears throat> super, I don't know, nervous, and then, like, you get out of it, and you're like, oh, my gosh, that was so stupid. Like, right. yeah. I don't know, was your daughter nervous? So, they were nervous. Okay. There was a couple times she got scared in the line, because, of course, they had, like, the people in the line. Right. Um, so it was her and her two friends and then me and my dad, my dad is like fearless with this shit, does not get scared ever at any of them that I've ever seen him at. And then, um, my daughter, they've, her and her friends have never been to one. So this is going to be their first experience. And then, so it went my dad, my daughter, and then her friend, her friend, and then me. I was mm-hmm. in the back. Well, go figure. You had to hide your face. <laughs> right. But, right. But I was also going to try it. Yeah, you know, I was yeah. terrified. Yeah. I was also <laughs> going to try to get it all recorded, too. So I wanted to mm. be in the last. Right. <clears throat> um, but <laughs> so my daughter, 
had a hold of my dad. And, like there was a handle on his back the entire time. Yeah. And 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 I'm sure her friends, which I'm not going to mention names, were doing the same thing right. with them. And then I'm behind the one. She is terrified. <laughs> like shaking like, probably. Dude, she is a mess. Like God bless her heart. Yeah. She was a mess from the line. Yeah. Going into the building, she was already terrified. Yeah. There's a point where she was like almost hyperventilating. Uh There was times where she was screaming. For her mother. (laughs) She was screaming that I didn't do anything to deserve this. Mm. Like, she was so afraid. And, like, there was times where I just had to, like, go up to her and be like, it's okay. Like, you're you're fine. We're almost there. Just close your eyes and I'll lead you through it. that was before you went in. This No, this was now happening throughout the whole entire, like, there was times where it was just pitch black. And then, like, the people, we went, because it was the prison, so there was the people in the cells. Right. Well, that part was, like, pitch black. And you walk, like, a good amount, and nothing really happened for a second. But then all of a sudden, that, boom, somebody pops out of the jail cell with, like, hitting it or something. Right. Oh, God, she was terrified. Did you tell her you guys were, like, going to Chuck E. Cheese? Because, like, why No, they all knew it. Because we had to make sure, too. We wanted to make sure with the parents. Like, look, are you sure, like, these, they're, you know... Because it even says if you don't look... If you look younger than 10, so it's, like, 10 or older. So, obviously, 11 and 12... Dude. She's traumatized. Yeah. yeah. My daughter did good though. Like, so shout out to her because she was she's a jumpy type. She wasn't the type where it was like, oh my God, you scared me. Like she was the type where if you jump out, she's like, oh. But she wasn't like, oh, it's a right spooky <laughs> ghost guy or whatever. <laughs> but oh God, it was But, but it was they fun. enjoyed it overall. They or? enjoyed it, yeah. Like first and foremost, wait. Till your daughter gets older and you yeah. get to have fun with three girls in a car Whoa. after a, a freaking haunted house. This will never happen <coughs> with me. But her mom loves spooky shit, so they can go. Well, I'm saying you might pick them up. You might be the one picking them up. I don't think so. I think I'm busy that day. Dude, it was like the <laughs> loudest car ride ever <laughs> oh. home. Oh, like, I bet. Everybody was just talking. Oh, my God, I got scared at this part. Did you see you at this part? We were like this at that part <laughs> the whole entire ride yeah. home. And then when we get home, Danielle's waiting for us. So then this whole conversation takes place again right. in the kitchen. It, oh, God. It was, they loved it. That's awesome. It was great. That's so. awesome. Probably nice to see your daughter happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully everybody was able to go to sleep. Yeah. I think they, they finally went to sleep, I think. Oh, did they stay at your place? Yeah, they all stayed okay. at our house. So okay. it was a nice little slumber party. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I can't do that shit. I just, I don't know. I have reflexes. That's how that, Danielle was. Yeah, my my reflexes usually have a closed fist attached. So I guess when when Harper gets older, <laughs> if if she needs a chaperone, then you can just chill at home with Danielle, and I'll take okay. the kids. I'm down for that because Caden and Harper. What a good uncle! This. I got you. What a good uncle! I got this. I, yeah, you know what? You I think Caden will go? Hell yeah! Caden's five, right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, he'll go. He's a daredevil. Oh yeah, he definitely is, and he's a ladies' man. Uh, he's a little <laughs> five year old. Dude, Aww. we were. Yeah. We were trick-or-treating, and he walked past these girls, and he was in a Halo costume. So we started doing these, like, barrel rolls and stuff <laughs> onto the side. Trying to show <laughs> and, off. That's <laughs> amazing. The Some girls walked girl. by in their, like, nice costume. The whole next 20 to 30 minutes, he kept asking about those girls. Dad, do you think those girls liked my costume? Oh, my What did God. they say, Dad? What did they say? They liked it? Right. Are, you, are they sure? I wonder where they're at. Oh, I'm like, oh my god! Wow, like this boy is crushing. He's, he's gonna have a girlfriend next year. He definitely is. He's yeah. already got a girlfriend, Bella. Oh my <laughs> god, talks about her all the time. That's awesome. Yeah, Bella's in his class. My little oh my heart. Yeah. Oh no, I, I'm not ready for that with Harper. But Harper's more, uh, more shy and also like <coughs> fuck you. So Caden started that way. Yeah. She she's pretty quiet, especially if she doesn't know you. Like we went trick or treating yesterday, and she all week we've been practicing saying trick or treat and like thank you. And she's good with pleases and thank yous, but she didn't say trick or treat one time because <laughs> she was shy. But she would hold her bag out to get candy, but she didn't say trick or treat or she, and she didn't say thank you one time. Oh, that's how shy she is. But um, Caden would get yeah. the candy and walk away and go. Thanks, <laughs> and like yell it as he's walking away. Yeah. Oh my god, oh, that's hilarious. It. Um, <clears throat> I did want to mention back to kind of like how we met because we just talked about this before yeah, let's we get recorded. Into our guest. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, I didn't realize until actually right before this that you always knew me as my middle name. Oh, yeah. Because, so long story short, I don't know why I did this, but when I started college, um, I don't even think it was like, uh, like I'm starting college, I need to go, you know, or anything like that. I don't remember the reason. I'm using a pseudo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I tried to go by my middle name. And I remember uh, changing my Facebook name to Troy McElroy for like a while. Was it because it rhymed? No, that's my middle name. No, I'm just saying because did you want to go like that? Because no, I Troy don't know. McElroy, I just, I like just. So did you like do poses or something to go by that name? Oh my I god, have he you really seen, was in the witness have you protection seen due program. Date? <laughs> yes. Why did you just remind me of him? I don't Ethan, know. Ethan Tremblay. Oh my god. <laughs> but no, like, so I, I don't know why I did it, but um, we were talking. I'm like, I, I wonder if it was because Troy came out like that, that Brad Pitt movie. Mm-hmm. Um, around that time, which I don't know if it did or not. Um, and then you basically shot me down. You know what? And said I could never be Brad Pitt. You ugly sack of shit. That's what you said verbatim. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I feel like you sounded better saying like it than that. I did myself. Yeah. 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 Like straight shut down. So yeah. that was pretty. I, point. How how long did you think, like? That he was so Troy. I, th- I think it took about two weeks before I finally okay. found out, but you were always in my phone as Troy. Okay. Still after yeah. that. And then like anytime I would see you, like your name was not Adam to me. So yeah. I was just like, oh yeah, that's Troy. That's so weird. <laughs> and like, I can really pull up a memory just of me like right. commenting and like, oh, hey, Troy, like right. question mark. Like, no. So <laughs> it's, I didn't even remember this. This was like a, it was like a month or two period <laughs> yeah. where I was trying. I was like, no, I'm going to go by hilarious. my middle name. Cause some people do like. When they get like older or whatever, sometimes they'll start going by their middle name. I always like, found that weird though. It is kind of strange. But Adam's common though, so it's like it's. Yeah. I mean, I get Troy's yeah. not. So yeah. you, I mean, Brad Pitt. And yeah, and I'm trying to be Brad Pitt, yeah. uh, not knowing I could never be Brad Pitt Shit. to some people. We all got um, dreams. Yeah. Hey, and I mine are unattainable. I some guess. some dreams get <laughs> shattered. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Um, you know that. That I was Troy. I think you're the only person that I've, like, ever remember or know, like, you know, grabbing onto that. Because everybody else was like, fuck you, you're Adam. Like, shut up. I feel like, like it's it's funny that I still remember that because that was so long ago that, like... That was, that, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, and that had to have been, like, something... I don't know if I was calling you Troy one day and you didn't turn around. I don't know if like how mm. I ended up finding out. Yeah. You broke character? Really? I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Dude, I was like 18. You I mean, I'd, I'd have a weakness for me, too, so... I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Um, I was just like, you know, I can't give this chick my real name. Like, she's crazy. Yeah. She's you, psycho. I mean... <laughs> I, I knew it just by looking at it's her. like, like player you know, 101 right there. Yeah, well... Almost. You know, I was 18, you know... You're trying to protect yourself. I yeah. get it, but... Yeah. If you and, get the feel, she only knows you by Troy. And yeah, and then I can ghost her and then be like, oh, no, I'm his twin brother. Yeah, Adam. Adam. And then hey. here He's I such am, a douche. 10 years later. Right. Joining <laughs> your podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, it's great to have you on. We uh we just started kind of, you know, talking again like a month ago, yeah. maybe. I don't, I don't even remember why. We just... I was just like, hey, what's up? No, you were being a really good friend and you were checking in on me, so I oh, appreciate okay. that. Yeah, I don't even remember like what mm. i'm sorry i just no, have a no. terrible memory um but yeah and then we just been like talking again and it's just nice to catch up uh we have a lot of catching up to do oh yeah we tried to kind of recap each other on the last 10 years <laughs> for like an hour and it just there's so much more oh, yeah. so um but yeah we'll we'll get into all that but you have a fucking master's degree That's yeah. What's that. yeah what the hell is that like oh i don't <laughs> i don't know some days I feel like I should not be doing what I'm doing because I mean, right? You know. Well, well, it, tell tell the people what you what you do for so work. So I am a like a school based clinician. I do like mental health counseling with kids. Um, yeah. So I work with kids K through twelve. Okay. And then so I I with those kids I either do prevention services, which is like basic level counseling, and mm-hmm. then I also have kids who um, I will bill their insurance and actually do like individual psychotherapy. So. Dang. Yeah, Holy sounds pretty shit. intense, and it I feel does. like you're looking at the person <laughs> responsible for this, <laughs> and like, you know, I don't know if, obviously, you know, people can just hear me, so. Well, they can see you, too. Don't yeah. worry. 
<laughs> she's like, oh shit. I yeah, forgot but about I that. mean, <laughs> I mean, but like when you really know who I am, it's kind of like right. shocking sometimes because. Well, yeah, that's that's why it is. We we talked we <laughs> we, <laughs> we were talking about that too earlier because mm-hmm. like that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. I wanted to be a counselor. So for think, I, I, wait, think about me being a counselor. Thank it's, I mean, but I see God me. I see whatever. me in yeah, you though. Like I honestly similar. could be like, I I could see you being one. And as soon as you said that in the car, I was like, absolutely. It's so weird that like you're basically you're definitely the smarter version of me, with with drive and like I'm just an idiot over here talking <laughs> to, to nobody basically. I feel like so. there's two ways to look at that. <laughs> absolutely. But so with your masters, I'm stupid in this aspect. That does. This is a dumbass question. Again, I'm dumb. It's the highest <laughs> one, isn't it? No, no, no. There's no. there's a doctorate above it, yeah. right? So that's you're not a doctor, though. No. But do you have is a master's a PhD? No. So that's a doctorate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I could. I could I'm go. Dumb. You know. No. 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 That's not dumb at Hell all. Hell no, I dude. Like, see, I thought master's was the highest one. You're not right. dumb. Don't don't worry. Okay. Okay. So now I'm not super special. Like I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I mean, you knocked <laughs> yourself down a peg. Yeah. Yeah. You're just but, a master. But, I mean, honestly, though, like just a master's. It's just that. No, I'm super proud of, like, just doing that in general because it is super hard. You know, that's, like, right. seven years of college is what now that was. I was about was. to ask you, how long was that? Seven, seven years. years. Yeah, Jeez. and so it's, like, holy crap. You know, you just, yeah. like, I don't know if there was a point where I was independent enough to be able to say, oh, college isn't for me. You know, it right. was, like, I was just on this, like, downhill, you know, ride and just going and going and going. Right. And, like, I couldn't stop until I was done. And I don't know. I mean... I can't say I was smart. That's not how I got through it all. I think that, like, there's a lot to it, but just, I mean, the drive, that was there. Yeah. Thank God, because now mm-hmm. it would not be. I'd be like, oh, That's nah. That's a grind. Nah. Yeah. Can, I, can I give some basis here? Yeah. My mom got her master's in teaching yeah. when I was about, I think, 14 years old. Yeah. She was 30, like 35. Right. And how old are you, Carol? I'm 29. Okay, you're young. So she's a genius, is is what Justin's saying. Yeah. She's basically a genius. I mean, you guys are hyping me up, and I want to come here every day. (laughs) I I feel like... You're you're 29 and have a master's, though. Like, that's insane. So I got my master's, I think, by the age of, like, 26, I think, when I had it. Now, did you know you wanted to go into this? Like, is this something that you went your first year of college, and you're like, this is kind of dope, and then you're like... I think I can do six more years of this shit. <laughs> well, like Adam and I were talking, I almost called you Troy. See, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> okay, this, just is call just, him Troy this is just, this is what it is. I'm like changing it. everything now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> oh, no, I don't even see. That just distracted me. That's so. fine. Um, that's what we're here for. Yeah, I oh. think. You- oh, you asked if that's something I'd always wanted to do. Yeah. Well, I always knew something like, I think we all go into college like, oh, I have to get into the medical field because that's all there is. So I went in for radiology, and then I took Psych 101, and I don't know if that's the class I had with you. I don't even know the teacher anymore, but that, that, like, changed everything for me because I'm, like, human behavior. Like, I've always Mm kind of, like, been there for other people. Um, I didn't really know the path I wanted to do with that, but I got my undergrad um, in psychology, and then, you know, they don't really tell you you can't do much with that. And so... Um, social work was kind of like the next best, best option. And, um, like people look down on social workers a lot. And so that's something that I kind of like almost steered away from because I'm like, I, I don't, I want to do something really good with my life, but I also don't want people to look down on me because of, you know, certain positions that's that social workers do have. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I don't just take kids away. You know, that's not part of my job at all. Mm-hmm. That's not, right. I have nothing to do with and that's that. That's exactly how you would get yeah, I, a lot of people, you know, think that like, oh, what are you? Oh, I'm a social worker, and it's like, it's you know? is there for me? <laughs> I got kids. Is <laughs> there like a a better title for for your job? Yeah, because so yeah, I I'm basically like a um like a mental health clinician okay. is what I call that, myself. That but sounds that sounds like better. super like smart, and I'm not super. Well, smart. you have a master. I work with kids. <laughs> I work with kids, and it so? like you guys all have kids. Here. Yeah, I mean that would. Well, so we are off, also all kids. So first off, so you work you work K <laughs> through twelve. So that's yeah. that's huge. That dynamic oh, yeah. is wild. Yeah, and then secondly, like kids require patience in general. Oh yeah. But then typically, when it comes to counseling, it's due to something impacting them in their lives, which is going to require even more patience and more 
you know, full understanding and things like that. So I think you right. you definitely got to be hella smart to be able to handle those types of situations and put yourself right. into that. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I appreciate mean, that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. how, how do you deal with that? Because, like, for me, like, so ever since I became a dad, like, I'm, I'm really a big-ass softy now. Um, yes. Shut up. And, <laughs> like. Little teddy bear. Fuck off. <laughs> but, uh, like, anytime there's, uh, like, a video on Facebook or something like that about, like, a kid being injured or, like, abducted or, like, something like that or if there's, like, a documentary about that kind of stuff, like, I legitimately can't watch it mm-hmm. because it makes me so, like, kind of emotional like I just can't deal with it Mm -hmm. so how do you kind of deal with hearing that kind of stuff coming from kids oh it breaks my heart I mean I'm not a mom right but like those kids are probably the closest thing I have to kind of like feel not even like feeling like a mom I can't even you know I can't have that type of yeah you know connection but that's not a good word for it but I can't feel what that's like. You're like a big sister. Yeah, kinda. absolutely. And I feel like a lot of these kids I have worked with for years and years, and it's like I see them go from second grade to, you know, fifth grade and just become, like, this bigger person and, and then, like, experimenting with new things or bad right. things or whatever, just hearing anything awful happen to them. It breaks my heart. Mm. You know, I, I'm not going to say I haven't cried right. with some of my students or just, like, right. held one of my students when she it's was gotta be tough. feeling suicidal or, you know, it. oh, it's so tough. It, but – it's also like so rewarding. Mm-hmm. I'm like my kids are so awesome. And I mean, to your point, you get to see them like progress too, mm-hmm. which is also nice for that whole K right. through twelve situation yeah. as well. Is that you know it's not just okay. I'm dealing with kindergartners and on to the next one, on to the next one. Like you get to kind of go with them and see the progression, which is totally awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just I don't think I'd be able to to handle that on a on a day to day basis. That'd be tough. Um, what <laughs> and obviously. No specifics and things like that, but, right. like, what's the kind of, like, situations that you have to deal with? Like, what kind of comes up? Like, obviously, suicide's probably a, a big one. Yeah. Is there, like, other things that are A lot of frequent? times, yeah, I, th- I feel like depression. Right. Um, okay. That's that's one of the most frequent frequent ones. Um, anxiety, not learning how to, like, just chill themselves out if they, you know, mm-hmm. we all have, like, crazy right. thoughts sometimes, but... Um, so depression, anxiety, a lot of my older students are self-harmers. Um, so I'm doing a lot of suicide assessments often, right. which are super lengthy mm-hmm. and exhausting. And, you know, I'm like, I am then um, responsible to determine whether that child has to go to the hospital or not. And so right. that's a lot of pressure. And it's like, okay, well, is this student telling me the truth about you know, their thoughts or feelings or whatever. And so I kind of have to like make a, um, a decision based off of just a judgment of talking to a kid for maybe an hour of, and maybe a kid I don't even know. And so it's like, it's pretty hard. Um, I don't know that that answered your question. So have you, have you been trained to like look, so are you going through like a lot of like suicide prevention things like yourself, like, like classes and stuff for you to get more aware of like, Oh yeah. We, every year we have to do like trauma training. We have to do, um, a lot of training just mm-hmm. to like be able to stay up on top of this. But Damn. with little kids, I feel like and I'm not trying to be too depressing. I think that um, families just kind of are maybe rocky. I'm not really sure. It's really hard to counsel a seven year old, you know, right. a six year old. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the attention span isn't there. So it's like I really just try to build that support for them instead of like viewing it as counseling, just view it as like I'm a I'm a safe adult. If right. yeah. they need someone to talk to, or if something were to happen in the home, that could definitely be tough. I can't. Oh, it's so. Because my tough. son's five, and he'll yeah. be six in April, and like it's to your point, like mm-hmm. trying to get that out, and yeah, that shit would be in, tough in a way that like makes sense, and it's not like kind of gibberish coming from <laughs> him or what's whatever. What's funny is that like I already feel like when I talk to you know people my age, I'm like I sound really dumb because I talk to kids all day, and that's my <laughs> excuse. But then. You know, I was talking to the seven-year-old the other day, and I couldn't even find, like, dumb enough, not dumb enough words, but, like, words that he could even understand, and I was just scrabbling, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm losing it at this point, and it is hard. It's like, you're seven. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up, too, because, like, it's got to be different. Obviously, it's it's very different, but, like, doing from K to 12 and then doing, like, a 35-year-old man. You know what I mean? Like, 
Because with, with older people or people who are adults, you can kind of talk more or less like some logic into them, and they can understand different points of views, and they can comprehend a little more. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to <clears throat> talk that through a, a seven-year-old's mind, they're just like, that doesn't make sense because the only thing that makes sense to me is cartoons and G.I. Joes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I almost see it like the exact opposite, though. And I don't know if that's just like me being like a young female or just looking young right. in general. Um, like I've been mistaken for a fifth grader before, and it's like, come on, <laughs> come on, come on, that's come going on. Well. That's going, like you do, you definitely look fine. young, but uh, damn, fifth, right. fifth grader. <laughs> but I feel like with with just where I'm at in life right now, if I were to try to work with adults, they'd look at me and be like, "What do you know? You know what? What can Did you, you teach me?" You get that mm. all the time, though. I mean, I mean, in you, any, you, yeah, you've probably seen it being in leadership too. What's I that? guarantee that trying to like coach older, like the yeah. older generation and things of that nature, like yeah. it, they're hard workers. But when it comes to like being in like managing and talking with them and trying to they're get stuck them, in their ways, dude, yeah. so stuck in their ways. I see your point. In that. And that, yeah, that's the hardest thing. It's like, so I, I don't, hard. Yeah, it's so hard. And with kids, it's not like you have to like shape them or like make sure that you know they're fixed or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's like just talk to them and right. you know just treat them like a little human well, that's, that's like they are and then it's like right. you're safe to them then and and then yeah. if something were to happen or if they are crying maybe you're their safe person they're having a breakdown in class you're their safe person right. to hey Kara come get them real fast and right. I'll sit with them as long as I need and yep. I may not fix anything yeah right. All right guys a little break in the action here to shout out our Patreon producers um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, let me pull them up because I'm dumb and I can't ever remember them. <laughs> uh, we got Taylor, Nate, Teach a Dummy Podcast, Tommy, Steve, Sarah, and Barilli. Yes. So thank you guys for being on the Patreon. Thank uh, you We all definitely for appreciate it. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure all of the producers have been on an episode already. Other Not than, all of them. Barilli really hasn't. Yeah, but really needs to come on. Sarah's in fucking Florida, and Nate's in California. So those ones are a little tough. Yeah, if so. you're ever in town, let us know. Right. Uh, you're you're welcome to come on. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for being Patreon producers. Again, we can't do it without you. Very true. Um, so uh, we did want to shout out our first small business sponsor as well, Brubaker Photography. B-R-U-B-A-K-E-R. That's very easy for you to spell. So, it's cheating so because it's just B-R-U plus your last name. Yep. It's cheating. Um, 31 years but, of experience, so I'm yeah. good. Um, so thank you to Brubaker Photography. Uh, on Facebook, give them a like, share, <laughs> follow, all that kind of stuff. Um, you can actually go to the community tab and invite your friends to like yes. their page. Absolutely. Um, and it's facebook.com slash photography one uh, Show them some love because they've shown us some love for the last couple months now. Absolutely, yeah. Um, they've been, they've definitely been our uh, producer for a long time. Yeah, so. yeah, they were small our business. I yep, love it. The first ever official <coughs> small business sponsor we have. And then I want to mention too, obviously we do have some small business uh, sponsorship opportunities available still mm-hmm. um, through the Patreon uh, if you guys have a small business, if you have like a Twitch stream that you want advertised, if you have another podcast, anything, anything, yeah, we'll we'll shout out your OnlyFans, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want, we'll shout out your sister's OnlyFans, you know. Um, I can't. Just let us know. Um, yeah, just let us know. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Average AF Podcast. We got a ton of bonus content. Um, and that all comes with the sponsorship and all that kind of stuff too. So absolutely. Um, again, thank you guys all for supporting us, and uh, back to the action. Well, that's that's how I wanted to be too when I wanted to be a counselor. Like, and I even at a at a young age because I knew I wanted to do that when I was like fifteen. Yeah. Um. So I was relatively young. Um. I just I just can't do school. School is just not for me. Like I just I can't do it. Um. But. Basically, I just, growing up was like, I just want to be friends with these people. Like, mm-hmm. I went I went to therapy, like, once or twice when I was younger, but that was about it. Like, I don't really have much personal experience with yeah. it. But at the same time, like, I know the stigma, and I know, and especially back then, because this, when I was, like, 14, it was, what, 2000, what, five, I guess, 2004, yeah. something like that. So back then, I mean, mental health was bottom tier. Like nobody yeah. really cared. Um, late nineties, early two thousands, nobody's care. Nobody cared about that. 
But I was just like, you know, I want to grow up and help people, but just be their friend. Like, and that's why, like, I don't, I don't want to say like, that's why school didn't interest me. But like, at the same time, like, obviously there's a lot of training that goes into it. I'm not trying to downplay that at all, but I'm like, I can just talk to people and just help like at least a little bit. Yeah. Like, can I just kind of get paid for that? Like, <laughs> you don't have to pay me as much as fucking Miss Masters over here, but like, just like, can I make a living just being like, what's up, man? Like. Stop. You're good. <laughs> like, well, I think it's like it right important now. to know that there's yeah. not a lot of men in the, yeah, yeah, you are doing it right now, but, um, there's not a lot of men in the field too. And I feel like that's important. I don't know if it's just seen as like a female type role. Um, right. there are men in the field and I love when I see men in the field because I'm like, we need you. Cause right. mm-hmm. you know, some, some kids go through traumatic experiences with women and then they can't connect with Someone right. like me, yeah. not because I did anything to them, but it's just I'm too similar or whatever it be. And right. so, like, when men come in, it it's just it's amazing because I'm like, <clears throat> you know, right. we, we see women sometimes as, like, this motherly instinct. And it's like sometimes, like, men can also be that way. Yeah. And right. so it's pretty awesome. Well, that's, I mean, there's definitely a, and this is just the reality of it, there's just definitely a, a different bonding experience yeah. from a little boy and a man, and a little boy, and a girl, and, like, a woman. Like, even if you don't know them or anything like that, just the vibe and mm-hmm. all that's completely yeah. different. And there's nothing wrong with either one, but sometimes you want one or the other. So it's it would be good to have more guys do it, but... You um, had, uh, sorry. No, you're good. You're you had good. mentioned something about going to counseling, like, way back when, mm-hmm. I think, and, and I don't know, you, you kind of talked about, like, a little bit of the history... But, like, where do you feel like it's at now compared to where it was then when it comes to, like, um, the stigma on, like, male mental health? Well, because that's... Yeah, I, I think I think it's, uh, it's definitely gotten better. It's okay. definitely gotten better because now kind of our generation, you know, 25 to 35, you know, that kind of range, we grew up back in the 90s and the late 80s or whatever, and there was no... Nobody cared about your mental health. Like, I grew up, I had a pretty good childhood. Like, I can't really complain. Not once did my parents be like, hey, what's bothering you? Right. They'd be like, go the fuck outside. (laughs) I'll tell you when dinner's ready. Like, you know what I mean? But it was loving. Be back when the streetlights are on. Yeah. But I lived in the country. There's no streetlights. Okay. Well, okay. The rule was come back. You know what I was going at. The rule was come back inside when you can't see the backboard anymore to play basketball. And that's that's when I went back inside. How many times did you sign a flashlight on that shit? Every night, <laughs> every single night. Yep, ah! dude, basketball was life when I was a kid. But I knew it. Um, but yeah, like it just it didn't matter back then. And you know now we're all growing up, mm-hmm. and especially the generation under us um, or younger than us, they're very focused on mental health. They might, in my opinion, might be almost. I don't want to say too focused on it because I, I don't think there's a bad, you know, a bad amount to be focused yeah. on it. But at the same time, like, sometimes you got to kind of suck it up. I agree. You know what I mean? But it's I, I think with our generation, it's definitely definitely helping expand it. Well, when it's used as an excuse, that's a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I, I do. Some people do use it as, like, a scapegoat and shit right. like that. Right. But and that's the hard part about um kind of calling it out and i don't know if if you might deal with that a little bit just kind of kids saying some kind of off color stuff more or less and then they're like hey you got to go talk to kara and they're like oh i was just kidding like you know does that ever happen yeah oh yeah and then i sit with that kid usually it ends up being about like two hours and they're they end up just like letting everything come out because it's scary it's scary to talk to someone it's scary to like tell your feelings it's scary Mm -hmm. to be vulnerable with a stranger, right. especially. And so, like, building a connection, which you are really good at with everybody. Thank you. And that's how, like, naturally you would be good at the job. Unfortunately, school is long and boring and yeah, sucks. And my IQ is 60, so that's a low IQ oh, if you goodness. didn't know. Oh, <laughs> it's better than some, though, at least. Yeah, it's better. Never mind. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I would love to get into it, but I just – I even told my parents when – when I quit school, um, I was 21, I think 21. And I told them like, I'm because res- we were paying all out of pocket. Yeah. Um, a little bit of kind of grants and stuff here and there. But um, I told him, I said, I'm responsible enough to know that I'm not responsible enough to keep paying for this. 
Smart. Because I would just, um, you know, psychology, philosophy, things like that, I would get A's in. Mm -hmm. And I'd have a blast going to those classes. But then there's algebra, which I love math. <laughs> when it gets to college, I'm just like, nah. It's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. yeah, and like English, like I like writing, but at the same time, like. Oh, eh. my goodness. I forgot about all of your writings that oh, you no. used to do. We don't have to bring them up, but well, I just you brought just them did. up. Uh, maybe, maybe you can talk about that at some other uh, point in time. The Troy Well, memories. no, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. The Troy Chronicles. The Troy yes, Chronicles. Yes, sorry about that. Um, are, you, are you talking about like the. The songs I made. You just or? like used to write. Yeah, I mean, you used yeah. to write, and then there there was some poetry in there too. Yeah. I feel like, and you just. Fucking oh, you <laughs> fucking Heels, bro. Sorry. Hey, no, but like I, I like to write. I like Chicks to write articles, it. and I also just want to say, like, I think that that's like a really awesome thing, and it's hard as a male. I feel like I, I'm not a male. I can't <laughs> speak for right you guys, but I feel like that's a it's a pretty like big thing to put yourself out there like that to be like hey you know i do write songs or i do write poetry or i do just right. write in general right yeah. i express I myself like, i don't know it was never difficult for me and i don't i think it was just again kind of how i was raised because i was raised to just like my dad always said you know be yourself no matter what be yourself and that's what you know most parents say and whatever but my dad stopped me when i was like 16 or 17 and he's like you know i'm really proud of you because we always told you to be yourself, but, like, you're actually, like, 100% yourself, like, at all times. And I just remember in fifth grade, we were introduced to poetry, like, kind of heavy in, like, an English class. And I was the only kid in class, like, the only guy in class, or really basically the only kid in class because it's fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this shit's cool. Yeah. And everybody's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I don't care. Like, I like this stuff. And I just, I've always loved poetry. That's what got me into hip-hop, um, was I say, poetry. probably triggered hip-hop, yeah. too. And, and um, I played drums, which got me into the beats of hip-hop, and just it just, you know, trickled that way. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I've, I've always been kind of in touch with my emotions. I don't have many anymore, but <laughs> when they're around, I'll tell you. Yeah. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just, it's just interesting, and I, I like to... I guess share my philosophy like that with people like who cares? Like, and I, we've had these conversations in the last month, like about shit that's going on. I just, I'm just like, who cares? You know, just did don't, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Right. Like at the end of the day, right. be yourself, be true to yourself. Like doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. And that dude, I try to tell Danielle that shit all the time too, about the shit that's going on. Like not to worry about it. Like, dude, I've been through so much shit. Right. Fucking right. man. You just got to enjoy each day. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, Same. we've we've all everybody in this room has been through a ton of shit. Yep. And it's just like all right, like my my whole mindset is like, okay, what do we do now? Mm -hmm. That's my whole mindset. Like if something happens, okay, it happened, what do we do now? Take it from today and move on. Yep. It's just yep. one day at a time, every time. Um, and I, I kinda I, I would like to share that with like kids and like or adults or whatever. And I, I think that's kind of why I started the podcast, honestly, is to to kind of share my thoughts and mm -hmm. kind of things it out like there that. People. Yeah. I know that you could still do, like, motivational speaking in schools and stuff, too. And I know that's yeah. not as, like, personal as probably you right. would like. But, I mean. There's not much motivation in saying, like, oh, fuck it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, there, there like really <laughs> is. <laughs> I, I, you would be, like, so surprised by, yeah. you know, no, you really be surprised i don't know i'm i'm nervous to even record podcasts i don't think i would be good <laughs> be right. doing uh motivational speaking. Be right. everybody listening right now is like shut the fuck up we don't want to hear him talk anymore <laughs> don't give him any idea they're trying to figure out what school you're going to be speaking at oh yeah. man uh speaking of speaking of Speaking of speaking of speaking of speaking of get it, speaking of speaking of speaking of um, I'm gonna throw this out here because we're live we're on the episode we're live um I was gonna say we're live we're not live but we're kind of live but we're not we're recording we're recording yeah but we're live we talked about it Ish. and I'm gonna say it I'm gonna say it on air so everybody knows oh no. I kind of want to start a podcast with Kara. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go. No, I you mean, go. we're going to keep doing oh, this okay. one, too. Do it. Um, no. But I don't know. We, we've kind of been talking about it a little bit. Uh, we'll see what happens. Can I still produce it? Yeah. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> right. can. Sweet. Um, Sorry, Baker. But it's going to be... Right. Fun. I mean, 
this is all hypothetical, obviously. I don't know if it's going to actually happen, but we talked about doing one about, like, relationships um, and just, like, talking shit, basically. My only fear, though, is that I feel like we're a lot alike and, and some of our, like, feelings towards relationships or in relationships, and it's like... One of us has to be, like, the fire. A little different, yeah. yeah. But, I mean. Well, that's why I brought him in, because I'm usually the quiet one, for the most part. Well, and I'm not, so maybe, right. I mean, we could always just, like, yeah. test but it But I'm out. also in a 10-plus-year in a, in a relationship, so I'd have to tread lightly in that water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why you're not invited. <laughs> I gotta yeah. tread lightly in that. That's why you're not invited. Yeah, Anybody not, in yeah. committed, loving relationships is not invited. Not this, invited. So. <laughs> you can listen, I mean, if you want advice. Yeah. All right. We'd have to get like different lighting and shit. No, we don't. We can oh, record yeah. right here. Do, we just get, get a different banner. You just gotta put every, put everybody in the mood and yeah, do Some like candle a, lights. Oh. Be a late night podcast. I'm already. This, <laughs> I'm staying up late tonight, just working on this already. Yep. Just, I mean, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Yep. We can I at least got a list going. Yep, yep. We're we're gonna we're gonna start that. <laughs> I don't know oh, if we actually shit. are, but I wanted to say it on the episode just because manifest. Um, but I got I got a quick question though before we steer Patreon, off okay. uh, completely. All right, all right. Do you plan on going for your doctorate? I okay. So when I graduated with my master's, I was like, I will never go back. And master's is seven, right? So it, it's usually like I six or seven, eight, right? No, so so an associate's is two, bachelor's right. is four, master's is between like six and seven. I had okay. like a part time program that that's all they offered. Um, so it was a three year. So I got it in seven. And then like usually doctorates is eight. So basically, like if I had one more year, I could probably oh, do really? it. But I, at, at this point, I'd have to have two more years. But a doctorate like requires you to write a disillusion or not. Disillusion. We're not, we're not getting divorces here. I, mean, I was can. about to say. <laughs> no. What are those called? Yeah. Anyway. I already did that once. No, thanks. Right. <laughs> I mean, anyway. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. A, a dissertation. Really, dissertation. Yeah. Sorry. And they're really super fucking long. close, super fucking long. <laughs> and you know what? Like there was one time I had to, so graduate school was all papers. It was like every paper that you, ha- that you wrote was, had to be over 15 pages. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the no. longest one I had was probably, f- it ended up being like 47 pages. And I decided to write it the Jeez. night before. Um, oh my God. The day was due because I like to, you know, with anxiety, I like to make things worse on myself Absolutely. and just like panic a little bit more. Um, but I feel like a doc, yeah, a doctorate's like, I would love to do that, but that's more debt. That's also more responsibility. That's also right. a lot of fucking <laughs> so that I don't have in me. If, if you, I, feel I don't know, I guess if you, if you had a doctorate and you continued to do exactly what you're doing now, same place, same, you know, kids and everything like that. Do you think you would get like a pay increase just for having a doctorate or is that not how it works? Yeah, I feel like... Would the difference be worth it? Right. I don't know. I don't know because I feel like with the doctorates, you you basically have, at least I'm under the impression that you have like three different options. You can do research, which has never been like an interest to me, at mm-hmm. least back in college. But now, you know, like late nights, I'll, I want to research everything. Right. Um, Makes sense. Teaching. <laughs> teaching or like not even necessarily counseling, but you can, but it's also, it, that's more of like... Um, prescribing medication and I love the one-on-one like clinical stuff mm-hmm. where I can really get to know right. you and really just like so you're 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 happy with where you're at I there's, love my job there's but not too much more that you would want to do with it if I got paid I think like I think social workers in general or like any mental health workers we don't get paid enough for what you know what we do mm-hmm. oh, I bet but I, I love my job like I just love right. it right I wouldn't they say, like, money doesn't buy happiness, and, you know, it is a struggle sometimes. Right. Sometimes it is a struggle to get up and talk to my kids, you know, but um, at the end of each day, I'm like, damn. Like, right. I'm pretty freaking blessed, yeah. even regardless. Like, You're actually helping people. You know what I mean? You're actually making a difference, which is awesome. It feels good, but I feel like we all do, in a way. But I bet you learn a lot of lessons, too, on, like, self-lessons. Like oh, yeah. learning to appreciate things and yeah. shit of that nature. Absolutely. Like, there's so many things that can come out of that. So that's awesome. Well, I, w- I wanted to talk about too, um, because we've, we've talked about it. Um, and I, I feel like it's good to, to share this among <coughs> the listeners and viewers and whatever. Like, um, I think it was two episodes ago. We went over 
um, little quirks and kind of things like that, right? <laughs> yes, we and, did. And hers came up. You ready for the weird stuff? Well, I, I want to talk about it because, like, <laughs> we can get into that in the bonus episode. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Everyday Podcast. But, uh, <laughs> so. Subscribe. <laughs> um, but I, I want to talk about it, too, because we're we're all a little strange. We're mm-hmm. all a little quirky. We all do something kind of interesting and, and whatever. So I want to talk about how how you handle yours while having kind of the knowledge that you do about, like, what's going on and kind of things like that. And has it, like, affected how you approach your job at all? Does that make sense? I know it's kind of a loaded question. That is one hell of a loaded question. I'm sorry. I'm just dropping bombs. Can we break it down just a little? Yes, I, I get where you're going with that, but... You just feel that shotgun like, buckshot. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm gonna. So, yeah, that was a lot. I'm sorry, but like, how do you? Ha- well, let's let's I review. Feel like I, let's, I can. let's review the little quirk thing that that you do a little bit. Okay. As much as you want, um, outlets, kind of things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you want? What I do don't you even say? know where to start. Where do I start? I feel like I, you know, I had sent you this elaborate text message while I'm like shaking the whole time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, like really not many. And I hit the mic because now I'm nervous. You That's know, okay. I'm talking about it, but. Don't punch the mic. I, I'm just going to punch it through the window. <laughs> no, I, um, it's just not something I've really talked about a lot. And so this isn't necessarily the reason I got into like mental health um, right. counseling. See, look, now I'm just. You're fine. I'm going to fidget everywhere. No, um, I, where was I even going with that? See, it's like I, I'm just I'm just curious about um, my quirks. Yeah, yeah. So because we all have them. I guess like the first time I noticed the quirk that you guys talked about last week was probably around ninth grade. Now, like I had known I had always suffered from anxiety right. and depression. Um, I was always like a moody bitch growing up, you know. <laughs> and it's like no one understood. My mom's like, "You're the devil," and I'm like, "Uh huh." You know, <laughs> duh, like, but who isn't get away any me. other, like, 15-year-old girl to their mom sometimes? And so, right. um, in ninth grade, I don't know, like, I can't remember the exact day that it started, but I do remember the time that, like, I would always watch, what was it, with, like, Steve Urkel. It was always, like, going to bed at night. Family Matters. Family yeah. Matters, yep. thank Hell you. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, like, the vivid memory that I have is, like, Family Matters would always be on, and I would be, like, just... It was an old house. I don't know if I was worried about fire. I don't, I mean, I still, now, I mean, now mm-hmm. I'm like, where's that lighter down there, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> but wh- I would just, there was this, just this one night it took me, I think I had just like kept track and it was over two hours that I had like been touching plugs in just one room and I was just bawling and like I had not told anyone, you know, I didn't know any <sighs> school counselors weren't really a thing and, you know, we had them, but like I didn't really know them and it's mm-hmm. not something that. I even knew to go if, to. If you went to the counselor back when we were in school, it, you were already immediately labeled like some kind of weird. Oh yeah, or whatever. yeah. Oh yeah. So. And it's not even that I even like recognized that it was something odd. I was just like, I don't want to die tonight. Like, I want to make sure that all these plugs are like fine. They're not. And when you you had um, said, I'm not sure if she means plugs or outlets. And so I guess I just wanted to like specify. I do mean plugs if they're plugged in. So like. Okay. I can't so show like you listeners. So is it something plugged into the yeah. wall? Yeah. So I would have to touch that plug five times. And now if there's like two of them, I would touch the top plug five times and then the bottom plug five times. And then like up to a total of 25 times each. And so bear with me. And if you need me to answer questions, because it, it does get super confusing, but... I'm just trying to picture how long so I'm that saying, would like, personally take. So I'm saying like one, two, three, I, yeah, oh, no, four, I, five. Yeah, one, I got two, you. Three, I'm just then, trying to picture how long that would personally take. Yeah, and it's like at the end of lot. each of those times, it's like, okay, well, if the bottom one feels fine and the top one doesn't, at the end of like that 25 times each. You start over? I have to start over. And so like at least that plug. And so you guys asked if there was like a checkpoint. It does depend. Um, It, do, it, it kind of does depend. Like if I... Um, so let's say this one's clear, okay. right? You just check this one. We're clear. We move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. And you go through your your 25 times. Yeah. It didn't feel right. So now you've got to restart. Are you just restarting at that plug? Restarting at that one unless I'm, like, super – or, like, unless I'm interrupted by, I think I said, like, a noise or, like, um, a dog barking or a phone call or, like, 
something that is totally taking my distraction off of not just like the numbers or if I'm counting wrong because like the counting is already Im- it's embedded in yeah. me. You know, it's right. just like I can count that plug twenty five times without like even it's natural. Like, now. Yeah, um, I'm not really sure like where or what. So it sounds like from what I'm getting, it sounds like just straight distractions will make you restart from scratch. I've had like when I've lived with a boyfriend before, like, I mean, as I've gotten older and I'm sure you guys have probably questions about, you know, living with someone or whatever that be. But as I've gotten older, it's like, can you just shut the fuck up so I can do my routine? And it's like, give me my hour. But how do you even ask someone to? Like, yeah, give me my hour before it's like, they're like, I want to cuddle. And I'm like, no, I got to check plugs. And it's like, well, in in my opinion, honestly, like you shouldn't have to ask. No. If, if they, if they're already aware of the situation, they should respect you enough to be like, okay, do your thing. Trust me. I'll be right here. Dude, that's what I've learned. Yeah. Like first and foremost, you don't question anxiety. That's right. You don't. Um, I used to, cause I didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. I I truly didn't understand it. Cause anxiety is one hell of a thing. Right. Oh yeah. Um, and I still, like, personally, like, I don't have it. I thank God that yeah. I don't have it. But my fiancé does, like, really, really bad. Not here bad, but <laughs> definitely bad. So, but it, at first I was always like, what the hell? Like, why are you worrying about that? Like, why are you worrying about that? And then as the years went by, I'm like, you don't know why you're worrying about that. Yeah. Like, there's right. no logic behind right. it. You have no idea why your brain's triggered that way. And well, it's, there might be, but it might be from a long ass time ago. Yeah, but right. it, at the same point, they're like, I don't know why the hell that triggered me. Like, right. and I've got anger issues too at times. So, I, I, at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of understand. Like, that's, stupid shit. Just is that's like, the yeah, that's the whole thing with with like all this is it's not it's not like you're choosing to do that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you can't just turn that off. No, and like your anger issues or whatever, you, you just can't turn yeah. that off. Like, when, when the situation arises, it just happens, and you have to let it happen right. and just let it kind of run its course. Try to, you know, like in your case, I guess, try to make sure not too many bad things happen or, yeah. or whatever. Try to minimize, you know, the the effect on other things um, with it. But do what you got to do. And, again, I just kind of wanted to bring this up because – like you're quite literally the professional on this subject. <laughs> yeah. You really are. Yeah. And you're still going through this. Right. You know what I mean? So even the professionals and even the people that are, you know, aware of what causes these things and kind of things like that, they're going through all these things too. Mm-hmm. So if it's crazy. If you're going through something like just know that basically everybody is. Yeah. Everybody's going through something. And if mm-hmm. I can, like, kind of, I guess, go back and answer your question, like, how do I help kids when I'm kind of, like, eh, you know, a little quirky <laughs> myself? And it's, like, I'm able to normalize their feelings, and they can look at an adult and say, okay, this person is, like, kind of messing up sometimes, too. Mm-hmm. And this person right. is kind of, like, You're anxious, normal. too. I'm normal. And, yeah, and we yeah. all are normal, and we put on our pants the same way. Well, I don't know how everyone else right. puts on their pants. There's only a couple different ways. We're all I like to swing the from same. the swing set sometimes and okay. jump into okay. them. I mean, that's yeah. new. I'll try. Mm. Trampoline. I don't really like wearing pants, so <laughs> next <right>. time. <laughs> I wear basketball shorts, uh, like, basically Monday through Friday. I didn't know if I could wear sweats here, or else I would have been in sweats. Yeah. Well, I would have known. She'll be a lot more comfortable next time. Next time. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely in just pajama pants i know you yeah. showed up i'm like okay well no one told me all right well yeah you can't no see anything from here down basically so <laughs> chilling but yes i um yeah like we all go through something and i think that like even if i you know i i typically if i come across a student with ocd um i will probably try to be there as like you know support until i can find them a counselor that they you know can use because mm-hmm. i already know that that's not something that i can help with um I was trying to see like a therapist for a little bit of time and she basically told me, she's like, you're a little crazy. You might need to see a psychiatrist. And I'm like, I don't have time for that because my schedule is pretty busy. And so we'll just deal with it on my, you know, on my own. And so, um, I did get put on medication for, um, depression and I've been kind of battling with like the, uh, medication that I'm taking the first I don't know if you guys even wanted to get into yeah, this, you're fine. but Go ahead. Um, just to like, I guess, normalize, like, and this is another thing I tell my students who like really, you know, it maybe is just nothing wrong or like maybe mm-hmm. they could have the best life and still 
really just not want to be here or whatever it be. And it's like, I get it. You know, medication is okay. And, or I don't, that's not my first go-to. Right. I don't ever want anyone to yeah. think that. But it's like, if, if that's really what is going to help you, I mean, I'm. Well, I, I kind of like growing up, to be honest with you, like I was kind of almost against medication, mm-hmm. like not fully, but like. So the, the reason I got into psychology and like the listeners have heard this, I don't know. I, we've probably talked about it a long time ago, but when I was a kid, I was diagnosed with being bipolar Okay, and I don't necessarily think that was an accurate thing. I don't know. But basically my dad was like, you don't need any medication. Um, he called them dummy pills because yeah. they just change your mm-hmm. demeanor and kind of things like that. And he's just like, we'll work through it. Right. And we did, but also I think that's because I'm not actually truly bipolar. I might have, like, tendencies or mm-hmm. something along those lines, but, like, people with real bipolar disorder and real OCD and, you know, heavy anxiety and kind of things of, oh, of yeah. that sort may need medication. Yeah, I thought growing up, I was like, well, I could get through it without any medication. Anybody like, can. Anybody can. Yeah, we just got to talk and figure it out. But that's not... That's really not the yeah, case. Yeah, and it, it's definitely, too, to your point, too, like, the different severities of things as well. Like, I mean, to your point, you could have had bipolar tendencies, but right. you just you might not have actually been fully right. bipolar. But there's some people that truly cannot. Right. Like, I know I've got a kid that I work with that's straight ADHD, and, like, right. you can tell straight ADHD. Right. And at times, like, there's nothing really that you can do. You've got to let it kind of run its yeah. course. Right. I don't want to sit there and be like, dude, get your ass to work, <laughs> when he's kind of, like, having one of his – one of ADHD his moments, moments yeah. and I'm like, yeah. but then other people are like, see that from the outside. Well, what the hell is he doing? Well, if you know my people, like I know my people, right, right. He's got ADHD. Like, right. come right. on. So I, I just think it's a it's a good message to get out there because you know I I think in 2020 we're getting better at it. We're getting better at you know accepting mental health, and I know there's been some things going around. I know they do it in other countries, but. Um, potentially like taking like mental health days like mm-hmm. they I've, I've heard certain things about some people are trying to like implement sick days but then also like a couple mental health days or mm-hmm. something along those lines there's like pto and you know whatever um and i think that would be a good thing to introduce i think it may or may not get abused at first but even if so that is considered a mental health yeah. day. Yeah. Like even even if somebody is choosing to abuse it and says, "I want to use today as one of my mental health days," even if they're not aware of it, there's some reason that they're doing right. that. Whether they're they're like, "Hey, I just want to go to Cedar Point today, and I'm going to use this day." Like technically, I just need a day of excitement. Yeah, right? I just need to get my head straight. Yeah, technically, you're kind of not lying, but lying about using the but day. Like, why are we not able to say that we need but that day? Exactly, yeah. exactly. But yeah, that day can also affect your mental health yeah. in great Absolutely. ways. So yeah. I think, I think it would be a cool thing to, to introduce. I don't know if it'll ever happen in America. And dude, I think it's big now too, especially with all this shit going on in 2020. Yeah. Like dude, like I can tell Danielle's always had anxiety, but like with all this shit going on, dude, right. it's triggered it like 20 right. times worse. And then I don't, I don't want to bring it up to, I don't really necessarily want to talk about it, but like obviously the election mm. is this week oh in yeah. a couple yeah. days and <laughs> that's just anxiety ridden all throughout. Like yeah, I've so. basically, you know, prided myself on not really suffering from anxiety. <laughs> like I get anxiety here and there like a normal person, but like this shit kind of gives me anxiety. Like what the fuck's going to go on? Mm-hmm. No matter what happens, it's not going to be pretty. Basically, either way. You know, um, I, I watched the Hot Ones episode with Ronda Rousey, and she said, you know, we're ready for a zombie apocalypse, and if we're ready for that, we can get through this election. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, I, we'll get that. through it. We'll get through it, but I'm just going to have, I'm just going to lose my respect for a lot of people, and yeah. I'm just not ready for that. Like, it's just going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So and we're going to move on to the next one, yep. and it's going to be yep. the same shit. Yep. yep. On to the next. All, yep. all going to be the same shit. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you wanted to go over on, on the episode before, uh, we get a little crazy on a bonus <laughs> episode? I don't know if you guys had any more questions. I don't. We'll have you, Ben. No, Did you have I'm questions? <laughs> nope. She okay. answered mine. That shit's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, it's super awesome. Thank you for coming well, on. Thank you yeah, guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, like I said, I think you're doing great things. Thank you. I think, uh, Keep you need up. to 
give yourself a little more credit than you do. <laughs> you definitely do. But well, I there think needs to be more people like you, especially in the world today yes. with all this shit Thank going you. on. How, how does that feel the hearing? There needs to be more people like you. Because it's a real statement. It's not like yeah. a fluff statement. No. It's a real I'm like, thing. He doesn't really know me. No, no, I just Karen, no. But seriously, good, thank you, though. Awesome. But from what I do know, right. like you're not a dad, you, but okay. you are you are a down to earth person, and I think people need that. You're not just a scripted business like right. yeah. woman. Like you're a down to earth, real ass person. Right. That I think people need that. Yeah, I and think that's where they'll get more bitch, comfortable and feel that connection. <laughs> right. No, thank you. you. Know, it I was really gonna does say mean it, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> right. She a down ass bitch. <laughs> yep. I always knew it. Always she knew has it. been for a decade. Hard. Um, <laughs> But yeah, thank you for coming thank on. You guys. We we definitely appreciate it. Um, everybody, please check out patreon.com slash average AF podcast. Check it out. I try not to plug it too much because I don't like asking people to give us money, but like give them money. It is what it is. Um we did just release sweaters as well. Yes. Um mine should be here soon, so I I should be able to to uh get my Brad Pitt on. And model it for you guys a little bit. Um, <laughs> Troy, Troy, Troy. Yeah. I can't wait. Oh, man. But, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you guys for checking out episode 67. Have a good night. Till next week. Peace.